All right. Afternoon, everybody. Um, just real quick, um, you know, in recapping the game, there was some some positive moments that we felt, uh, you know, that the offense had a chance to 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 make some strides. There was some, you know, evidence with Owen starting and and playing as well as he did. He, I felt like he had a, I say, a, an okay performance, close to solid performance. Did he make some mistakes? Yeah. Um, Couple big turnovers that I, I think that that led to some scoring opportunities for for UCLA. You know, he had an interception that was in our territory, and he had a a kind of a sack fumble that was in our territory. Both of those were, you know, obviously things that were devastating for us and putting our defense in bad position. But you know, I would say his overall body of work was pretty solid. Uh, I thought he saw the field pretty well. Uh, you saw kind of some youthful things at times, but. You know, I don't think he, the the game was too big for him. Um, he he seemed like uh, he took a lot of hits. He bounced up from it, so I think it was a good performance. You know, for a freshman to come in and, and do what he did. You know, first of all, too, and the other point that um, we haven't had in a while. You know, he's had his. You know, this this week was uh, this past week was his best, actually our best passing production in two years. Um, you know, from if you combine last year and this year in terms of what that at that position and what he's done, so you know the completion percentage was okay. You know, you want it to be more efficient, but you know he did have some yards in there, and he had a th touchdown pass, and he had a touchdown with his legs. So was encouraged by that. Um, the other part, I think, the execution and the production offensively in our run game, you know, wasn't as good as it should be. Uh, that's the stuff that we got to continue to work on and, and, and to, to get better at. You know, I thought our runners ran hard. I thought Charlie and, and Dion and, and uh, Anthony uh, Hankerson came in and they gave us some good runs and some good yards. Um, but we need more consistency there and more, more productivity there, um, you know, than, than what we've shown in the game. So, you know, that was the thing I felt like our execution and, and efficiency offensively was probably a little bit more Ham, uh, I would say limited because of we weren't running the ball as effectively as we should have. Uh, defensively, um, when we do things right and, and we get the calls right uh, with with what we're doing on you know in terms of a calls being made and they execute the defense, we actually play it pretty well. Um, there was a number of cases where some fourth down stops we had in the game that you know that we were, we were in the game with making those plays. Uh, there, there's a couple that our defense really shored up and made. Um, but there are some other calls that sometimes are guys missing, you know, missing his assignment from time to time, which causes, you know, makes makes it a little bit more challenging. So the consistency of getting all 11 players doing the, the particular call, you know, effectively and just doing their role, you know, we pointed that out on Sunday that, that you know, for example, we had a defensive call that we called five times in a game, and three of those calls it was perfect, great great run stoppage plays. And uh, two of the calls, we, a couple guys were just out of place, and, and they were big plays against us. So those are the things that we, we need to continue to clean up. And I know it's, you get some younger players out there, but we can be better at that because they, they did it three out of the five really well. And then those other two, we just, you know, we had some disconnects. So we're going to continue to just keep hammering uh, the details, the fundamentals, the scheme. We're going to keep minimizing it and kind of really evaluating what our, we think our players can do effectively you know that's the that's where we are we're trying to uh, uncover every stone that's out there with with what we're doing from a scheme and personnel standpoint so uh, you know we got a good start to the week but I would say you know there was you know some positive notes on the offensive side we've got to continue to get better with our production and efficiency and then defensively we we just have to have the consistency and the execution in, in our calls you know 
the call should be the same every time whenever the, that call is being made and, and the guy's doing the same role. So we've got to get, just get everybody on the same page doing those things. So we, we feel like we're, we're heading in the right direction, but you know, obviously a tremendous amount of work to do. So, Questions for Coach? Carl, going back to you were talking about the struggles of the passing game, um, the play of the quarterbacks aside, uh, to the naked eye often out there, it looks like there's not a lot of receivers running free and, and, and running wide open. Do your receivers in general have to do a better job of, of, of getting open and making life easier on your quarterbacks? I think it's still collectively the whole group. You know, there's, I'm sure there's some plays where guys are covered. And there's some plays where guys are open that he didn't see, you know. So it's kind of, I guess, in answering your question, is a little of both. You know, we, we got to be more effective in, in being open as much as we can, hopefully all the time, which is hard to do. You know, they're going to be covered at some certain points of, in the game. That's They play good defense, too. So, But I think we can be better from a productive standpoint with, with, with really getting used to him because he has a different style than the other two. Uh, I think that'll be helpful. And, and we have to continue to get better at all of our skill positions, really all of them. You know, they got to be viable receivers. they got to obviously be able to separate versus man and read zones and be in a proper windows, things like that. So we're still developing in all of those areas. But I would say, in answering your question, Pat, it's, it's a little bit of both. You know, it's, some of it is read progression. Some of it is, you know, it, guys are covered at times. And then they got to take off and make some plays with their feet. Since Owen wasn't an early enrollee, have you had to simplify things for him, or has he been able to pick up your full offense here quickly? We, we uh, you know, he's kind of learned the full offense, you know, Adam. You know, he, he came in, in in June, and and yes, he was behind the eight ball, was not knowing much, but, you know, he he's uh, a fast learner. You know, he understands concepts. I think it's, you know, his own background and training. You know, from his high school, even before high school years of of being around the game, you know, he's seen a lot of stuff. So it probably was more just uh, uh, getting familiar with how we call things with things that he's seen that, you know, might've been called differently, you know, with places, other places he's been. So I think he was able to really accelerate his learning um, with just because of familiarity with, with, with concepts. And I think he just had to really just really, how we call it, you know, it's really the difference. So it's really just understanding the definition of these concepts and anything. So his, his transition was actually pretty quick. Uh, that was why he was able to kind of climb quickly through the depth chart and, and you know, be in, you know, the third position and we're in training camp. So he kind of, over the summer, really accelerated his learning to catch up. Carl, when we would ask about Owen in training camp when he was playing pretty well, you, you expressed some concern just about his size and, um, and where he was, you know, just, just with his size going forward. If he does remain your starter, does that remain a concern with just protecting him and making sure that he doesn't take too many hits as, as a young kid? It's a concern, but, you know, the ones that he took this past week, we don't want him to do that all the time because he took some pretty big ones. But it shows his toughness. It shows his ability and his durability to, to, to bounce back from those things. I just don't think at this level, when you have a guy who's 175 pounds, and 320 pounds trying to trying to hit on them. I, I, you don't want to take a lot of those pat, you know, blows. So, you know, we have to do a better job of protecting him. There was a couple. He had five sacks in the game. Probably a couple of them were premature on his part, uh, but some of them were breakdowns. You know, so there's a lot of things that need to be cleaned up. And he knows he can improve his game. You know, he's got a game under his belt to study, which you know he did the day of the game. You know, he was there studying that night. So he's he's going to clean up his issues. He's got a great 
uh, I would say, disposition about learning and, and, and really digesting the things that he's made mistakes on and really getting past those things and understanding what's the next steps into, into making those positive steps. So he's been really good about that. But you're right. I'm, I'm still concerned. Even as this day, I don't want a lot of free hitters on him because he's, he is on the thinner side, but he does have a lot of toughness. Have you made the decision that he will start this week? He will start, yes. Yeah. And so with that, um, how important is it, you know, whether it was him or somebody else, just to finally, at this point in the season, just stick with a guy and... We, we, we're trying to, to create a better production offensively with efficiency, execution, performance. You know, he, he's, he, gives us a, a, he gives us a little bit of a spark to do those things. I think the players uh, like his courageousness when he plays. Um, you know, he does a lot of things with his feet. You know, he tries to, to make plays, you know, off schedule. So those are things that I think a lot of players, his teammates, really gravitate to. So we guess we're just going to continue to build his, you know, to build his, uh, his skill set. You know, he's different. Obviously, the ball comes out differently. He's left-handed. He's not right-handed. So there's just a lot of things that, you know, offensively we can kind of adapt to, to helping him with him because he's a left-handed player. Yes. Last year, Buffs had a great showing against Arizona. Do you anticipate that same result going into Saturday or have a circumstances change? We're, we're always hopeful. We're always, you know, we're building this, this game plan to win. You know, we're building this game plan to go down there and have success and, and play well. So it's probably encompassing all of those things, you know, in our minds. Yes, we, we've beaten this team in the last couple of years, but that's, those years don't matter anymore because this team's a different team than previous teams. So. You know, we, we feel we have uh, a great, you know, great plan going into this thing as of today. You know, I know we're working on our first and second down planning. Um, and we feel like we, we have what it takes to win. We do. Our players feel that way. Our, our coaches do. You know, collectively, we're going to work hard to, to kind of keep ourselves staying in the process and, and feeling like, you know, if we do that, we'll, this will eventually turn, you know, to our favor. Coach, going back to the defense, um, you mentioned in the previous weeks you were hitting more in practice, uh, you had a heavier rotation of players. What more else is there that you can do before the defense just is what it is? It's, it's I don't think it's ever really it is what it is. I think we can always get better. Um, we're playing with a number of new players out there, so they're developing and they're learning you know, week after week. So I, it's not going to be it is what it is. I, I do feel like this team has a, a lot of uh, – a lot of uh, – of growth and, and, and really strong productional things that they can do. They've, they proved that in the game even this pre previous week. Um, we just need to do it more consistently. You know, we have to understand alignment and assign, you know, the, the integrity of your responsibility and gaps and coverage, how that all relates. You know, we have to tune those things that, to be in a little bit better as a coaching staff and, and getting that information to our players and they're, you know, retaining it and being able to perform it. But we, we feel there's still a lot of growth and things that we can do at a much higher level on the defensive side. And, uh, and we're working hard to do that. Have you gotten a diagnosis on Brady Russell's situation? He has a, a, a low-grade ankle sprain, so he'll be day-to-day. -day. Um, I know Brian's going to ask about Alex. Alex is, you know, he's kind of in that week-to-week -week <laughs> process. You know, we, we're trying to figure out, you know, what his ailments are. He is getting better, but he's, he's barely – doing you know functional things so he's probably doubtful this week who else are you going to ask about isaiah isaiah is probably doubtful this week who else are you going to ask for that answer that's it okay um figured out by wednesday 
And then I think uh, Chase Sowell, who, who had a, another soft tissue injury tree, he's doubtful as well. I beat you on Brian on one of them. We talked a lot on Saturday about the true freshmen that we're playing, especially a guy like Ben Wells, who's it's rare, you mentioned it's rare for a guy to start on the O-line just a couple weeks into his, his freshman true freshman season. Does that, um, the amount of true freshmen you're playing, does that validate kind of the recruiting you guys have been doing as a staff and in the ability to get these guys ready to play early on, or is it just kind of having a young team? Is that just the reality of what, what you guys are dealing with right now with, with these young players getting early? Early starts. It's probably a little bit of both, you know, in answering your question. It, it is, we're, we are a youthful team just by makeup. And, but it is, it is also a product of, you know, we do have some freshmen that are, are, are talented players that we feel that are, you know, are, you know, in Van Wells' case, he's one of our better players, you know, offensively. And he's been able to, here's another guy, just very like Owen, came in, you know, in June, you know, and had to pick up the system over the course of the summer. And he, he did it well. He was able to digest it, perform it, compete with all the other linemen, and he's he's in the top group. So, you know, we have a we feel our freshman class is a really good class. Not not all of them are playing initially right now, but a lot of them we feel have great potential. Great potential. You know, Chase Sowell, who I mentioned, is one of those guys. You know, Jordan Tyson is one of those guys. So, uh, you know, we think Caleb Fourier is going to take off and have a banner year at some point when he starts to get targeted some. So we do have some younger players. We, we feel very confident that we need to start getting them going so they can build their confidence, you know, as we go through the, through the season. Carl, you've applauded the guys' uh, attitude and enthusiasm uh, throughout this tough start. You know, as losses kind of keep piling up, has that become more difficult at all for you and your staff to, to get that energy and enthusiasm out of them? No, because, you know, we're very truthful and, you know, our, 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 our Sundays when we dissect and diagnose the game, we, we really go through every detail, the good, the bad. And, and really we're trying to build off of the things we've done well and trying to build some consistency some in our execution so that our production is better. And they see that when they're doing things right, it looks really good. When they're, someone's missing an assignment and the offense catches it, particularly if it's a defensive issue, it's, it's a big play. So, you know, we felt five plays were the result of 28 points last week. You know, five plays. And we, we know what they are. It's the missed tackles. It's a, you know, we're, we're not, we're, we're a little thin up front where balls are pushing through there quickly, getting to our safety, and we're not making, making those plays. So we have a lot of things to clean up, but we feel we're very capable very, very capable of cleaning those things up and really shoring our, ourselves up. So there's a lot of motivation and really about getting it right. Those, that's more the attitude right now. Um, when you point out, point out factors like that in the meeting setting, they see the good and they see the things that they're not doing so well. And we attack those things. They, they understand that that's, to be a good team, you have to do a lot of things well consistently. And that's why you end up winning. So we're trying to get out of that, that mold of, of creating a better consistency on everything that we're doing. In the process of uncovering those stones, what has been your most significant breakthrough or realization you've had so far? Significant breakthrough? Um, wow. There hasn't been, you know, many significant things that really has popped out to us. You know, other than, you know, with, you know, the young freshman quarterback playing a solid, had a solid performance, but there's a lot of guys that are really trying to do the right things, and, and which is really encouraging for our, our staff. Uh, and we feel that we do have uh, some youthfulness in some spots, but we think we can overcome that. 
You know, we have to do a better job as our coaching staff of doing what we think our players are capable of doing and not really putting too much on them. And that doesn't necessarily mean being vanilla and being very, very simple. It's more just a functional act where we think our guys can do. And we know that tackling is, is a big issue right now. We, there's no hiding of the fact about that. And we, if we clear up that issue and be more in a ball disruptive side and tackle better, it's a better defense. Just if we do those two things. And we got to run to the football. We have to do all those things that are going to allow the defense to be better. Because it it, defense is attitude, effort, everybody going. And you kind of make up for multitudes of mistakes if everybody's running to the football. That makes sense? So we got to create that, you know, that, that chasm of being a, being a pursuit defense, really understanding how to get to the football and get more, you know, get more people there to, uh, to make plays on the ball carrier. So with that, I mean, there is a lot of young guys playing defensively, but that front seven has a, a ton of Spare. old experienced guys. Um, so what's going on with that group that you know, we thought was going to be a big-time strength for that defense that they're really struggling well, it's it's not really the front. It's backers. It's it's the front in general. You know, it's backers and and the D that's line. The whole so it's it's really every now and then there's someone out of gap. You know, that's what you know, or they get cut out of a gap because of a, a run scheme. You know, like a wide sweep. You know, they're trying to scoop up the the, back, the inside tackles, for example. You know, those are those are some challenging things for us defensively. When you get out of gap, and all of a sudden the linebacker's gap might be two gaps away from where he is, he's in a panic. Right, so there's a there's a lot of things really in dealing with with being you know, you know, good integrity in terms of the the front, making sure we're setting edges, making sure we're trying to stay in our proper gaps, make sure we understand you have a primary and secondary read in terms of your linebacker play. So we 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 are just hammering those things better, and we we feel like our front can be much better than it is right now. So we 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 do feel that that should be better, Brian. We do. Are you surprised it's not? Because of their experience? No. Just because there's a lot of dynamics of a lot of things right now. So it's not just because of them that we're playing poorly. It's a lot of things right now. So we, we need to shore up a lot of our, our issues. And it starts from the front end of the thing, which is our front and linebacker play, and also the back end with our safeties and corners you know, on the perimeter and, and run support. What are the biggest differences you see with this year's Arizona team compared to the team that came? Uh, very confident quarterback, very experienced quarterback. I think he's he's uh, a, a big catalyst for their offense. He's a really good player. Um, played at Washington State, was the starter up there. So uh, they they acquired him over the off season, and he's really given that offense, you know, the life and the confidence that you would want. You know, he's an experienced player that knows how to read defenses. He can extend plays. He has really good vision. He can move the safeties with his eyes. Um, he does really, really good veteran moves and things that, that are allowing for that offense to kind of hit some on cylinders. Uh, their skill guys are making plays in the passing game. You know, they're running the ball effectively. Uh, they move them quite a bit, you know, so they keep defenses off balance. And uh, so, the, you know, I would say that the quarterback has really made a, a world of difference for them. Do you, do you view Arizona as an example of, of where you guys could be headed as a program? Because obviously they had a down year last year with the young team, and, and Jed was kind of kind of establishing himself there and the culture he wanted to set. Do you, do you view that you guys could be on a similar path, whereas a year from now, um, you know, if things stay the course, that, that you guys could be trending upward like they seem to be, at least for the first couple weeks of the season? I mean, it's it's hard. That's hard to answer at this point. I mean, it looks that way, you know, because of where we haven't had a win yet, and they had that issue a year ago. 
but there, there's so much other things that go into that um, in terms of where they were a year ago and where they are now. And, you know, we, we do feel there, there's a, some youth in our program, but we do feel there's enough veteran experience that, you know, as Brian was alluding to, we, we need to play better, you know, in certain areas where we do have that experience. And um, we, we feel we, we can really get ourselves out of this hole. We do feel that way right now. So that's the difference, I would say. Um, I wasn't, you know, I'm not a year in and, and just kind of filling out your roster and all that stuff. That's kind of what, what their process was a year ago. Uh, it's, it's really, we're asking for guys to do, you know, big things early in their careers. And, and we, we're thinking we're good enough coaches to get that coach. You know, that's where I think we, we need to be more, be more diligent and be more proactive in our preparation to understand the skill sets of everybody and putting guys in position to do those things that fit their skill set. That's the key right now. And, and that's the detail that we need to get ourselves to play better. Anything else right. for Coach? All right, thanks. Thank coach. you.